Next question comes from Priscilla. How are you? And this question is about investing. What would you suggest is a good investment to start with? So um, when you're starting out with investing, and I can speak from my perspective, right? Um, a good investment for me personally is going to be one that the barrier of entry is very low. And what I mean by that is if you, you know, obviously right now with jobs, people being, you know, temporary furlough, laid off and, and whatnot. But once, you know, people have access to some kind of 401k or a 403b, uh, TSP, uh, these kinds of work provided retirement plans, I would start there, right? And if you don't have that opportunity, maybe you're a PUA, you know, you're self-employed, a gig worker, um, these kinds of uh, employment, then I would look into what's called a solo 401k. And um, because you're self-employed, because you are an Uber driver or because, um, you know, you gig worker of, of some kind, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not eligible to have a 401k. You would just have a solo 401k. So I like Vanguard, um, you know, for these kinds of uh, solo 401ks, individual 401ks. What I would say is uh, look at look at a so look look at the bucket right that you want to invest in. So that's why I say um, you've got to look at whatever opportunities you can invest you know money in. Like your you know you could even look at real estate right or properties um, that you could invest in. But me personally, I think for for almost virtually anyone looking to start um, looking at some kind of retirement plan, whether it's a four hundred one k or a Roth IRA, right? Like that actually might be better depending on your income. If you don't make a certain over over a certain amount, um, you're, you're you're able to invest in a Roth IRA. And the great things about the great thing about Roth IRA is you put after tax money, so you you put money that you've already paid taxes on, and it grows tax free. So there's no taxes that are applied against any of the growth in your Roth IRA. And then when you get ready to pull the money out, well, guess what? That money that you pull out is tax free, you know, and this is something that's, you know, very uh, near and dear to a lot of um, uh, investors and people who save for retirement because it's a great bucket um, to invest in um, that is available to pretty much anyone. Um, even if you make a lot of money, there's something called the backdoor Roth IRA that is a little bit complicated. I, I have to have my notes to be able to explain that. Um, but it's basically somebody taking money and investing it in a traditional IRA and then converting it to a Roth IRA, which is basically what the backdoor Roth IRA is um, that you can do, that anybody can pretty much do. So I say all that because I really want it to be no, like stressed, Priscilla, that look at whatever buckets you have. You have retirement accounts. Do you have, can you get a Roth IRA? going for yourself? Um, can you look at a solo 401k if you're self-employed, you know? <clears throat> um, and uh, that's very important. Um, or if you want, you can do a taxable account that you would, you know, be um, liable for taxes, right? That depending on the growth or whatever, um, and how you structure your investments, uh, dividends that are earned. And so once you get all that, once you figure out, okay, I'm going to start with a Roth IRA. That's, that's, you know, basic, simple. Um, you make under the, the income restrictions to be able to fund a Roth IRA. Um, 
I would I, that's kind of maybe the bucket that I would start with and then look at what's called index funds. Um, I know some people love to mess with um, and I, I shouldn't say mess with, but love to invest in single stocks. But um, if you're aware of uh, anything, if you're if there's anything that I can make you aware of, it's what's called index funds and it's the U.S. total stock market index fund. And I'll pull it up here um, really quickly. But in my 401k, uh, we do have this available to us. It's the Fidelity um, Index Fund. But if you look at um, the Fidelity Total Market Index Fund, I can tell you, I was because I was looking at this for a podcast interview that I was a part of just the other day. And uh, we looked at my year to date for my account with the Fidelity Total Market Index Fund. And what's great about this fund is it this fund takes every dollar you have and distributes it to the like over, almost 4,000 different companies, right, um, that you can invest in. So it gives you exposure to be able to invest in all the different um, companies um, that are publicly traded in the U.S. And the reason why that's important is because you want to, starting off, I, I would... Starting off personally, me, I would never put my money with one company. Um, that's just my opinion. And what I would say is, you know, starting off, try, look at something like an index fund, um, such as VTSAX, which is Vanguard's total stock market fund, um, FSKAX, which is Fidelity's stock market, uh, total stock market fund. I think they even have one, like a, a zero fund, uh, FZROX. Uh, fidelity, um, no fund, no fee, um, index fund, total stock market fund. So they actually have an, um, a, f a fund where you don't have any fees on those. And the reason why I'm talking about index funds is because these are very low in fees. Like you, you, they have very, very low fees compared to, you know, mutual funds where these are being actively managed. Um, some of your 401k, you can actually go into your 401k or your 403b or whatever uh, mutual funds you own. And then look at what's called the expense ratio. Uh, look at that number. And then if it's not like a 0 0.03 or a 0 0.01 or a 0.1%, uh, then personally, I would, um, you know, look at maybe look, looking at a, a what's called an index fund because it's probably going to be an actively managed fund that um, you can research and see that there's debates about, hey, this fund uh it doesn't do doesn't do as well as the index that it tracks that index that it's trying to beat so i would look at what options do you have to be able to invest your money in and then look at an index fund like um vtsax fskax um you can always come back to these but i'll type these in the chat again this is not investment advice okay but this is more educational all right i just want to make sure and then um, the one I, uh, because family members of mine like um, to Charles Schwab, you know, there's brick and mortar offices in Georgia um, that are available to go to, right? Total, I think SW, uh, uh, total, okay. I think it's SWTSX and then SWTSX. So these are... Um, some of those index funds, okay, VTSAX, FSKX, SWTSX, and these are those index funds that are very low in fees. And we'll take a look at one um, as I try to wrap this up really quickly. Sorry, but the reason why I wanted to show you this graph is look at the year to date, 
um, we can see like, you know, my, in my, my portfolio, my, which is 85% actually of the total U S stock market. And then I have 15% in a global and in international fund. So right now, because of my age, I'm young. Um, I'm in my thirties. I'm just 100% equities. Somebody like my mom or my dad or whoever, I would introduce some fixed income for them, you know, because they're closer to retirement. I'm not going to let them be overexposed into equities. And I understand the risk I'm taking, you know, when I'm, um, when my 401k isn't this kind of way, but I have a goal, like when I get to 40 or 50, 50 60, I'm going to adjust the way the, the, you know, the allocation is the way this money is allocated. So here, right around February, you know, it was as high as it can be, you know, um, tr trading at $94 or something like that, $95. And then we saw what happened when the pandemic hit and the whole market dropped. And this is right around, like around this time is right when my close family member was like, Matt, you know, I need you to take me out of, um, you know, the, the stocks and put me in bonds or put me in the money market fund. And um, I tried my best, which we did. We, we didn't do any of that, but I tried my best, which I did, I believe, to calm my family member and just let them know, hey, remember this is remember your goals. These are long term goals, right? Don't get up. Try not to get overworked by what's happening, you know, in the day to day, month to month. Um, and so right here. $61, right? And this was almost like every company, many companies experienced this, except I think Zoom. Zoom, I think, was one of those companies that just took off because of all the digital um, learning and meetings and business meetings and stuff. And then look what happens over time, right? This fund actually continues to do very well. It, it came back up. Um, this is not a representation of what this is going to do every year or every six months, eight months, but I like to look at the max as well. And what we see here is since 2011, right? So about almost 10 years ago, this fund has been on the up and up, right? It's been continuing to rise. And I, I don't even just have to look at this, you know, um, VT, is it SMX? I think it's the SNP. No, VT SMX is actually the, okay. It's the, it, VT SMX is the, um, is Vanguard's, Vanguard's version of uh, total stock market. I think you have the different total stock. You have the different index funds where some are more expensive, um, like like having more, ha like tell you you have to in start with ten thousand dollars versus like a thousand dollars. Just kind of be aware of that. That's why I like Charles Schwab because the barrier of entry for Charles Schwab is actually lower. I think you only need like a dollar to actually start investing with them. But you can see since two thousand, um, remember Y two K. Uh, 2000, there was a big tech bubble and many of the companies we saw went down, right? If you were investing from 2000 to 2010, you didn't really experience anything good, right? If you started investing in 2000, but if, if you keep, if you kept going, right, this is what happens. Um, at least this is what happened, right? But I'm confident, you know, people are confident in seeing how the stock market goes. So, Let's just say long, 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 long way of saying, uh, Priscilla, find out what what uh, buckets you can invest in and try to keep yourself as diversified as possible. And one way you can do that is, is starting with an index fund like any of the three um, that I shared here on the chat uh, that you can look at. And um, if those are not available, you can also do the S&P 500 index fund, which is um, basically like they call it the cousin of the total stock market fund, because <clears throat> the way the total stock market fund is structured, the majority of what you're investing in is in those 
top 500 companies, top six, 700 companies. Um, but that just helps it stay, um, you know, um, I don't know, diverse and, and keep, because it also gets to some, a lot of those smaller companies in there as well.